voice for common sense and a face for radio. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Our cell phones, we love them, we hate them, we can't live without them, but they aren't just a pain in the neck anymore. They're a pain to your face and to other parts of your body as well these days. I'm going to explain that in just a few minutes. Uh, By the way, I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us on American Viewpoints. And uh, speaking of health, how are rural Americans faring when it comes to overall health and longevity, at least compared to those in urban and suburban areas? Nadia Ramlagan from Public News Service has the story. More than 46 million Americans live in rural areas, and a new report from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says these residents tend to be older and sicker, compared with people living in urban areas. In Kentucky, the report says excess deaths from preventable causes jumped by more than five percentage points in all counties. Senior health scientist at the CDC, Dr. Macarena Garcia, says access to emergency medical services is a major factor. So when we talk about unintentional injury, specifically overdose deaths, there are particular reasons why the mortality rate is higher. One has to do with emergency transportation. The report found a widening gap nationwide in the percentages of preventable deaths between rural and urban counties between 2010 and 2017. She also points out less access to preventative care and regular checkups mean that high blood pressure and early cancer are more likely to go undetected among rural populations. This is really now the critical point is they have less access to health care, specifically to specialized health care, and they're less likely to have health insurance. Health conditions linked to cigarette smoking are also a contributing factor to early deaths in rural communities. Garcia says in 2017, more than 57 percent of deaths from chronic lower respiratory disease in the most rural counties were potentially preventable. When we look at the data for chronic lower respiratory disease, that is where we see the biggest gap between urban and rural areas as far as potentially excess deaths go. Um, That is also where we see uh, the rate or trend increasing over time. She says rural health care providers and public health programs should work to help patients quit smoking, reduce their opioid prescribing, and screen earlier for high blood pressure to curb early deaths. For Public News Service, I'm Nadia Ramlagan. How big of a deal is the flu? And how about this? Have you heard that argument that the flu shot might actually give you the flu? I mean, it is flu season these days, and the Mayo Clinic has some advice on staying healthy through it. Jason Howland has the report. Seasonal flu is a virus that attacks your respiratory system. Most people get better on their own, but for some, the flu can be serious. Our babies, our younger children, and our older adults definitely can get more sick from the flu. Patients who are already sick with other chronic conditions or undergoing chemotherapy are more likely to have complications from the flu as well. Complications include bronchitis, pneumonia, and even heart problems. The vaccine for influenza is one of our best defenses we have. Dr. Tina Arden says some people don't get the flu vaccine because they think it could cause the flu. Flu vaccine is what we call a dead vaccine, so you cannot get the actual flu from the flu vaccine. You can't get the flu from a flu shot. Flu mist, while safe for most people, contains a weakened form of the virus, so people with certain conditions should get a shot instead. Everyone who can get it should get it. It takes two weeks for the vaccine to work, so get your flu shot now. For the Mayo Clinic News Network, I'm Jason Howland. I am going to get to that uh, cell phone story that I mentioned a few minutes ago because 
Oh, wow. Our addiction to the phones is dangerous sometimes and dangerous in ways that you may not think of. But before that, you know, both my kids played sports when they were little. I think most of us who are parents dealt with sports somehow. Uh, in fact, my daughter actually still plays volleyball on her college team at the little school called Bethany College in Kansas. Go Swedes! But when you're the parent, it is easy to forget what our role is and what our role should not be when it comes to them being on the team and them competing. Mark Merrill has some thoughts on that. Do you overcoach your kids? I'm Mark Merrill with today's Family Minute. If you spend any time on the field with your children, you know it's sometimes tough to figure out when to be a coach and when to be a parent. Well, here's an idea. Let the coach be the person to push them and you, the parent, be the person to praise them. The car ride home from practice or games should not be a time to nitpick at their performance. It should be a sanctuary of praise filled with accolades to your child like, you look great out there, or you're a real pro, or you're a real natural. For more on lifting up your child with praise, join me on my blog. Remember, your family first. For more resources on today's topic, go to markmerrill.com. Family tips, great insight, and a sneak peek into Mark's life as a husband, father, and leader. The Family Minute with Mark Merrill, helping families love well. Our cell phones, we cannot live without them, it seems. We're just kind of addicted to these things, and and they're dangerous. Well, not the cell phones, but it's the way that we just will not look away from them anymore. I found this story on CNN, and it just kind of left me shaking my head. The headline is walking while texting and other cell phone related injuries are on the rise, especially for the young walking while texting cell phones are a literal pain in the neck. The story begins and face, eyes, nose, ears and head. So here's what they're talking about. There's a new study out that was published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, and it looks at national emergency room data. And what it shows is that injuries to your face and to your head and to your nose and whatnot have risen steeply over the past 20 years, which is about when cell phones and uh, smartphones hit the market. The study found that most of the people hurt from texting and walking are 13 uh, from 13 to 29 years old. And there were some that was due to distracted driving, but a lot of these injuries are people literally looking down at their phone while they're walking somewhere, walking into stuff, walking into traffic and walking in a way that just, you don't see what's there and you, you fall literally. So the authors say that this was the first study that specifically looked for injuries to the head and the neck, as opposed to the entire body. And they found that those type of injuries They didn't really happen that much up until 2007, which is when Apple introduced the first iPhone. But from there, man, the rate of injuries just went pretty much straight up. But here's another uh, aspect in the story. And again, I found it on CNN, so you can check it out. Previous studies show that using a cell phone can actually damage your neck and your upper back. Now, hear me out on this. That's because for every inch that you tilt your head forward, well, as compared to a neutral position, the pressure on your spine actually doubles. So if you're looking at a smartphone that's in your lap, your neck could actually be experiencing the equivalent of 20 or 30 pounds of pressure on it. Yikes. 
again, check out CNN for that story. I also was looking around uh, the just all bunch of different websites looking for tips on holiday shopping because, you know, now we've survived Black Friday. We've survived Cyber Monday. And I found a lot of advice. And some of these uh, pieces of advice are really relevant for this point in the season. Almost everybody said, listen, if you haven't started shopping yet or you still haven't finished your shopping, plan ahead. Write down name of the person, the budget, the gift that uh, type of gift you want to get them, but plan it ahead. Don't walk in the to the store saying, "Yeah, there's got to be something here that Susan or Tim or whoever is going to like." Have a plan when you go in. It's going to help you pre- prevent impulse buying or overspending. When you see something that says, "I only wanted to spend twenty dollars on them, but man, that thing for thirty five is really nice. I'll go ahead and grab that." So if you have it written down, you're less likely to overspend. Here's a really interesting one. Uh, according to lifehack.org, you can track price changes for expensive items. So if you're shopping like on Amazon, you can actually set up a tracker through a website like the Tractor, T-H-E-T-R-A-C-K-T-O-R. And what they'll do is you can check out prices of the items that you're shopping for in order to determine whether you should buy now or wait for the price to drop. Similarly, the Amazon Price Checker app, which is available for both iPhones and Androids, lets you scan the barcodes of items in the store, and then you can immediately compare the prices to the same item online. So you can look at it right now, say, should I buy it here or should I order it off of Amazon.com or Wish or whoever like that? Uh, Another piece of advice, save your sanity. Don't shop on weekends. (laughs) You would think that's a... You think that's common sense, but if you can shop during the week, you are less likely to be crowded out by all the other crazed shoppers. Hey, thanks for spending part of your weekend with us here on American Viewpoints. I'm Mike Ferguson. We'll talk to you again next week. Hey, Dad, how do you throw a curveball? How do you build a fort? How do refrigerators run? How do fish learn how to swim? Kids ask a lot of questions. How high can you jump? But you don't have to know every answer. How many phone numbers are there? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. How do cell phones work? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. What's electricity? They just need you. What's the moon made of? For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. You know, the windshield just glass broke and, and screeching, and I saw, you know, a body come down from off the top of the the van and I just thought oh my gosh what have I done I just thought, what have I done there's never never a day that I I wake up that I don't think about it learn more at itcanwait.com a message from AT&T Missouri